Here's a story from The World. The earthquake in Turkey and Syria have claimed more than 11,000 lives. The death toll is expected to continue to rise. Here's reporter Ari Daniel in neighboring Lebanon and how the geology of the region created such devastating tremors. Picture Turkey in the eastern Mediterranean. Most of the country sits on a slab of the Earth's crust called the Anatolian Plate, which ends near the border with Syria. It's relatively small compared to the other tectonic plates surrounding it. So we have in the eastern Mediterranean a number of plates like a jigsaw puzzle. Tunjai Taimas is a seismologist at Istanbul Technical University in Turkey. He says that this jigsaw puzzle is in constant motion. For instance, the massive Arabian plate to the south of Turkey is pushing northwards. Which is mostly squeezing Turkey and the Anatolia plate. Seismologist Susan Huff with the U.S. Geological Survey says you can think of the Anatolian plate like a seed under pressure. If you put a watermelon seed between your fingers and you squeeze it, it will shoot out to the side. And that's pretty much what we think is happening in Turkey. Early Monday morning, the pressure of the Arabian plate pushing against the Anatolian plate became too much. Marlon Brax is the director of the National Center of Geophysics in Lebanon. At a certain moment, this rock cannot anymore withstand or resist to this big energy, and it will slip. And this is what we call an earthquake. In the southern Gaziantep province of Turkey, at 417 local time, part of the Anatolian plate, the section along the fault line, slipped, lurching westwards. The resulting earthquake measured 7.8 on the Richter scale, and it unleashed a ferocious amount of energy, the equivalent of detonating 8 million tons of TNT. The quake's sheer power played a big role in making it so lethal. Susan Huff says that energy emanates as waves. So any earthquake, you can think of it as like a symphony, that it's releasing energy with a range of tones or frequencies. And some of those frequencies cause more damage than others. There are the booming low tones, low-frequency waves like ocean swell that travel great distances but tend not to be too troublesome. And then you've got the higher-frequency waves, like choppy seas that cause a lot of jitter. If you're shaking the ground up and down every one second, that's the energy that tends to be damaging to most buildings. These are the vibrations that pancaked multi-story buildings and reduced high-rises to heaps in southern Turkey and northern Syria next door. Now, after Turkey's major 1999 quake, the country updated its building codes, but a lot of construction predates that change, and that's another reason this quake was so damaging. Buildings fashioned largely from concrete, unfortified with steel rebar, crumble more easily when shaken. Tunjai Taimas blames faulty ethics in his country for a good share of the destruction. If you do everything by the book, earthquake-proof housing, uh, you will be all right. But not many obeying the rules. Uh, So there are, of course, lots of corrupted uh, engineers, scientists, manufacturers, you name it. Meanwhile, as buildings were collapsing, the seismic waves rippled away from the fault line. Tremors were picked up on seismographs thousands of miles away. People actually felt the shaking in neighboring countries, including Lebanon. It woke Marlon Brax up in the middle of the night. There was a sound like uh, roaring and the uh, vibration. So I stand up. I managed to see that the lamp was vibrating. And then I got dizzy. But I was sure that this is an earthquake. 
By the time the energy reached places like Lebanon, Egypt, and Israel, Susan Huff says it was mostly made up of the lower frequency waves. The more damaging higher frequency waves just don't travel that far. Just like if you were listening to a distant symphony, you wouldn't hear the the piccolo. You might hear the the bass drum. Some nine hours after the 7.8 earthquake, an unusually large 7.5 aftershock rang out. Seismic processes like these can take centuries to build up, but they can change human lives in a matter of seconds. Now, the window of rescue, complicated by the bitter cold, is rapidly closing. For The World, I'm Ari Daniel in Lebanon.